0: Its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues. This station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. you are advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tug Entertainment or its
1: partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright here on the Rockstar Radio Network have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living then success profiles radio is the program for you every week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life guests will come from many different backgrounds including expertise in leadership business relationships careers networking health overcoming adversity and much more Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright.
0: Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I am your host, Brian K. Wright. It is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It'll be great. I just want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately and I will do this every single week. Lately, I've been thinking about the idea of giving back. Many of my guests have addressed this as something that is very important to them and uh, and to their success. I think there's something very spiritual and uplifting about giving from the resources you have. That might include giving money or it might include giving time. It might also include connecting people who are in a better position than you are to provide the help that someone needs. I'm so incredibly thankful for those people who have pointed me towards guests that I did not previously know who have been on my show, people such as Andrew Freeman, uh, Rick Limpert, and Joe and Sue Canfield Just, to name a few. There are others, uh, but I'm just so thankful for people helping me when I need it, and it gives me a chance to help others when they need it as well. Staying within the theme of giving back. I have a friend here in Phoenix who is a local artist. His name is Corey Couturier. Couturier excuse me. Uh, he's hosting an art show in downtown Phoenix this Friday the 7th at the upscale Skylines Loft Gallery in downtown Phoenix at 600 North 4th Street from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. His art show will be benefiting an organization called I Will Not Bully. He will be creating a live interactive art piece that involves people's handprints on the canvas, and at the end of the evening, this piece will be auctioned off for charity. Even if you cannot attend, you can still give back by giving to this organization on their website. It is www.IWillNotBully.org. If you or anyone you know was ever bullied as a child, you already know how important this cause is. Please consider giving your most generous gift if you are able. Once again, that this Friday, September 7th at the Skyline Lofts Gallery at 6. 600 North Fourth Street in downtown Phoenix from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and the website is www.iwillnotbully.org. With all of this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Arnie Fonseca, Jr., let me tell you a little bit about him. Arnie's vision is to add value to as many lives as he can reach. He serves the community through the Next Step Foundation, which is a 501c3, which Arnie created in 2004, as well as his new company, Total Recovery. He truly believes we achieve our dreams by serving others. Arnie is an exercise physiologist specializing in wellness and healthy aging. He received his master's degree from Arizona State University in 1990, Arnie has also developed two successful neuro-rehabilitation clinics, one of which is the only licensed medical facility in the United States offering his unique approach to spinal cord and traumatic brain injury rehabilitation. He currently coaches many individuals with traumatic injuries and conditions as well as those wanting more quality of life as they age. Arnie taught school for 15 years. He taught elementary physical education and high school math while also developing his businesses. He's lectured and developed programs in exercise science at a local community college. He's also coached athletes at all levels and ages, also currently trains many athletes in various distance sports, such as marathoners and triathletes. Recently, he's also competed as a triathlete himself. With all of this in mind, here is my very special guest, Arnie Fonseca Arnie, are you there? I'm right here, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for being on Success Profiles Radio. It's a pleasure to have you here. Well, it's
2: all, the pleasure's all mine, Brian. I really appreciate you... Uh... Have, sharing your show with me, and uh, hopefully we can uh, reach out to
0: some folks and, uh, and get the word out about how great you are. How's that? Oh, well, there you go. Well, Thank you. I appreciate that so much. What I like to do first, Arnie, that I do with every guest is I want to ask first, how did you get started? In other words, what was the path that led you from where you were to where you are now? I know that you've got a background as a teacher. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, Brian, uh, many years ago you know, I was very blessed in my life uh, uh, with that, and that I had really great teachers and coaches um, in my life that motivated me and inspired me to want to go um, in that direction and so as a young man at uh, Arizona State University where I was getting my undergraduate in uh, in physical education and um, I had a choice to make. Uh, could I be a school teacher, a fireman, or a physical therapist? Well, back then there weren't—they're um, were all pretty similar as far as salaries are concerned—and I had a passion in all of those areas. Uh, the firefighter, I think, from just you know, all little boys want to be firemen. But uh, I had a lot of friends that were firemen and captains, so I was always around them. They—they look like they're always um, having a good time, and but but and they're also serving their community so that was kind of important also but the one passion that that I really had was coaching I wanted to work with young men and 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 give back like I'd been uh, presented and so teaching was the best way to do that in that in order to have my own team I would have to be a school teacher somewhere and so that's the that's the route I took that's the that that was the beginning of my journey um and here in Arizona in the Phoenix area back in the 1980s, uh, there weren't a lot of teaching jobs, especially for someone in physical education. So it took me a year to get a job, and and um, <clears throat> and when I did, it was at a small inter- elementary school, Papago Elementary in the Creighton District, and it was, it was a wonderful five-year experience for me. I had some really neat people, but I was a really big fish in a very, very small pond. And at the time, I was coaching... Uh, at Central High School here in Phoenix, where I went to school, and and actually had done really well. We had won some championships uh, in our division, and and actually had worked my way up to being the defensive coordinator for the for a, a AAA high school football team, which at the time was the highest level you could get. And uh, but I, it still wasn't the it wasn't what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a head coach. I wanted to run a program. And at the time, I was also uh, coaching baseball and and wrestling, and but football was really what I wanted to do as far as a head coach, and so I, uh, I actually went in to uh, met with the coach at the time who was getting um, who was getting ready to retire, and, and I said I need a, I need a, a teaching job here in the district, and there weren't any, so I had to make a choice at that point to to move to another district, which I did because I had just gotten married, and, um, I needed a job, basically, mm-hmm. and so we moved over to, uh, I moved to a high school, that had just opened up Goldwater High School in Deer Valley, and, um, uh, and, um, this is where, this is where the, uh, my first fork in the road, as you can say, I was, uh, I had, uh, gone all the way back down to coaching freshmen, and I would never coached freshmen before, and, um, Not that I couldn't do it, but it was a long, long way from a defensive coordinator at one of the top high schools in the state. And um, on a bus ride to a game one day, I just kind of looked at my life and I thought, where am I going? And um, I said to myself, you need to go back to school and you need to follow your dream, which is, you know, um, exercise science, exercise the human body, Mm-hmm. You want, I mean, I wanted to be a, a strength coach at a big program, or I wanted to be part of something bigger, mm-hmm. and so that next day, I started looking into the programs at Arizona State, and that uh, exercise science, exercise physiology, and that next semester, I signed up, um, which <laughs> I didn't do a lot of research on, on a lot of that, but I ended up getting... Into the toughest course of the program right off the bat, and almost got blown out of the whole program. Hmm. But uh, again, being blessed by a wonderful teacher, she pulled me aside and just basically gave me a good talking to about what I needed to do to catch up. And um, yeah, and I did it. I mean, uh, yeah. I just I just knuckled down. I was married, had three kids, and um, working two jobs and going back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a fun time but you know what as i look back on it you know it, it was just part of this journey and 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 that's what you do when you right. chasing after your dream you just do it you just do whatever mm-hmm. you have to do and that's what i did
0: right well that sounds great it seems like uh a lot of people who achieve something great usually have that fork on the road moment like you do you sit there and wonder, isn't my life worth more than this? What am I really doing here? What should I really, really be doing? How have I been uniquely blessed to live my life and help other people? And it sounds like that's the kind of moment you had. Um, let's, talk a little, let's go fast forward here a little bit. And uh, you also developed an exercise science program at a local community college. So you have some curriculum development experience. How did that come to you?
2: Uh, again, very interesting. I had um, uh, the second fork in the road was um, five years after being out of high school. I went in and I, I had been doing personal training and uh, and had helped um, at the time they were called U.S. Women's Fitness. They're now valleys if they're around anymore. And they had just come to town, and I had joined uh, them on their staff and helped them to develop a uh, personal training uh, program there. And then um, once I got my degree, I went into my high school and said, hey, I'd like to get a leave of absence because I've got some really neat ideas that I want to develop in my field of exercise science. You know, here I was teaching math, and they, it, was a, it was a big school, and there were three principals there, and one of them just kind of looked at me, and she goes, nope, we're not going to do that. And I said, you're kidding, right? She goes, no, we can't give you a leave of absence. I'm thinking, good grief. So at the time, (laughs) I turned around, I said, oh, thanks, and I walked out. Mm -hmm. It was the um, end of the year, Mm -hmm. and I just said to myself, you're not coming back, and and you're just going to make this work. So I walked out of that office never to come back again.
0: Okay, and we are coming very close to our first break we're talking this week with Arnie Fonseca Jr. he is an exercise physiologist and wellness expert we will be coming back after the break very very shortly and uh, I certainly do appreciate hearing about all these experiences I mean I used to be a teacher myself so I resonate with a lot of what you're talking about we are coming up against our break please stay with us this is Success Profiles Radio
1: mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life this is success profiles radio and we'll be back with more right after these on the rockstar radio network
3: Been confused about the facts surrounding non surgical rejuvenation and cosmetic plastic surgery. We're pleased to introduce to the Rockstar Radio Network audience Spirit Lift Plastic Surgery for the Soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, host Kim McKenna and plastic surgeon Dr. Sadi Irfani will help dispel the myths surrounding this exciting field and lift the veil of mystery on a very important topic. With advances in nutrition and self-care, many of us want to look as young and vibrant outside as we feel inside. Plus, listeners will be able to call in live and share their questions and get advice on the air a show where you will learn how to look and feel your best and be your best. Join us to have your spirit lifted on Spirit Lift Plastic Surgery for the Soul each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: If you love Christmas, this is your show. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Becky and Kathy of Show Me Decorating are out to save the world from ugly Christmas trees. You can get rescued today by purchasing the Show Me Decorating tree trimming app for only 2 dollars Available from the App Store, at iTunes, and on ShowMeDecorating.com. Each week we invite you to join us here on the Rockstar Radio Network and come feel the glitter and spend a little time with these ladies in their exotic Texas draw as they share their enthusiasm for Christmas decorating. So be here Tuesday mornings to learn from the real designers, industry experts, and guest artists in the Christmas biz that will surprise and inspire you. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network.
0: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Arnie Fonseca, Jr., and he is an exercise physiologist and wellness, and, uh, wellness expert. So, Arnie, let me ask you, I mean, this, this really begs the question, what exactly is an exercise physiologist?
4: Well, Brian, good question. Um, what it, it involves a lot more than just exercise. For some people, it can be um, um, the, uh, the science of exercise itself. Uh, can be what's called biomechanics which is how the body moves through different move you know different uh sports or exercises it can involve wellness um which involves a lot of different things from functional testing to you know uh blood pressure and diabetes and all the the wonderful things that we're so concerned about today um so an exercise an exercise physiologist is someone who specializes in some area or areas of exercise, or and um, and basically they just they take exercise to that next level.
0: Okay. So is there a, a particular specialization within this field that you have?
4: Yeah, mine mine are two exercise physiology and wellness.
0: Okay. Okay. So. Uh... Wellness is a huge buzzword. I mean, that's something that people tend to toss around an awful lot. What does someone need to do to be considered a, a wellness expert?
4: Huh. Great, great question. In in the, Especially today with what's going on out there with everybody selling some kind of a, a product or all these different programs that are out there. Um, I think to be considered a wellness expert, you have to have, have a background of helping people in the field of well, I don't, I don't think you need to have a degree or anything like that, but I do, I do believe you need to have some type of a background of helping somebody achieve a, a higher level of wellness, whether that be um, helping somebody to improve uh, that may have some health issues like diabetes, helping yeah. somebody lose weight, uh, helping somebody to uh, improve their nutrition program. Uh, helping somebody improve their exercise program, um, but I think there needs to be some type of a, a background there, um, and, and you need to have some type of, of confidence in what you're doing. In fact, that a lot of people consider themselves a wellness expert, Brian, basically because they uh, they sell a product or yeah. they sell a service. Uh-huh. They may be a, an expert in that particular product or service, but that's about as deep as it goes.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you've been doing this obviously for quite a while
4: long time okay. uh and you know I say thirty years uh could be a little longer than that mm-hmm. because
0: okay so there you you've talked about a three step wellness success formula, or at least you're 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 known for explaining that, so can you tell us what that is? Arnie okay I think we lost our guest that is certainly not a problem this does occasionally happen we love technology <laughs> we love technology very much um, definitely uh, this is a, a very important topic a lot of people do um, consider themselves to be wellness experts like Arnie was saying you know just because you sell a product or you're enrolled in some kind of a program uh, y- y- you think that you're an expert in that, but, you know, like Arnie was saying, you're just an expert only in that one that one thing. But really, there's a lot of study that's involved. I mean, Arnie has a, a master's degree in this, for heaven's sake, so he spent a lot of time in school uh, learning how to do this. Uh, definitely want to… Uh,
4: hey, Brian. Def- oh, you're back. I'm back.
0: All right, thank you. I was asking you about your three-step wellness formula.
4: No, because, yeah, I was just going to finish real quick with the, the idea of… Uh helping young athletes achieve that next level of performance, next, next, you know, getting them to their next level, uh, and then building that, uh, you know, obviously that was, that was how I started as far as that. But as far as my, my uh, it's very simple. My, my health philosophy is very simple anyways. But um, it begins it begins with movement, and then the next step is learning how to eat right. And then the third and most important step of all is learn how to treat yourself right. And uh, anybody that I've ever worked with, Brian, who, who's willing to commit to those three things, always gets better. Always improves. It's hundred percent guaranteed.
0: That's that's awesome. So, um, what kinds of I mean, what kinds of situations have you worked with? I mean, do you have one particular success story that is a favorite of yours?
4: Uh, I mean, there's a there's a lot. I mean, here's a current one. I'm working right now with a a quadriplegic that's someone who's had, uh, he was a mo- motorcycle accident, uh, mid 40 gentleman, 40 year old gentleman. Um, and, uh, quadriplegia means there are, there is some paralysis in all four limbs, arms and legs. And he came to me over a year ago. Um, uh, he had the ability to walk Brian, mm-hmm. but, um, he didn't, he didn't know it. And so what I did is I, First day I met him, I said, Well, why are we why don't we just learn how to walk without anything? As far you know, he was using a pole and a cane and all the other things. And, you know, I work with him a couple times a week and he pushes a what's called a prowler sled around up and down his driveway. We he walks. He 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 he's an amazing story. Uh the first time he walked out of my clinic, he literally walked from the therapy table out to his car, and by the time he got to his car, he was just in tears mm. because he was so emotionally and so happy that, again, he had achieved this level of success, and, and he's one of these guys that's probably going to walk um, on a pretty regular basis, but his life is getting more and more normal, and that's just one amazing story that happens with just, just that, that method, again, of, of uh, moving, so getting these folks to move, uh, we've done a lot of work with his nutrition program. He had to lose a lot of weight because mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot easier to move your body around when it, when there's less to move around. Right. And um, and then a lot of work with on that six inches between the ears, which is sometimes the most important. You got to believe that you can do the things you need to do. And a lot of people, and you know this, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't believe they can do things. And sometimes it takes someone like you or me or whoever. To encourage them and inspire them to to, to be better and so um, that's just one story and there are so many uh, mm-hmm. there are so many and, and uh, you know I bring up these these, these stories of uh, of paralysis, whether they be from a traumatic brain injury or a spinal cord injury because I've spent so many years doing that and and those are the days where you leave at the end of the day and you, and you just look you just go wow what a, what an amazing day because you were able to help somebody to to transfer out of a wheelchair or you were able to help somebody to to get strong enough where they can drive a car and be independent or you were able to help somebody to 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 be able to to live on their own i mean these are things we just take for granted and these are huge things for people massive leaps for them and then and every once in a while you get that little nugget because that's what the normal population understands. Where you can get, you have people that walk. I have a a, a phenomenal story of a young a, a young guy that I worked with 14 years ago, almost 15 years now. He walks. He walks with a cane. But when he first came to me, he was in a wheelchair. He lives a pretty doggone normal life. He's got kids. He's a wonderful wife, and he is just you know, just a great guy. He's actually up. Uh, this weekend up in uh, payson with his with his family and friends and you know he was a paraplegic. It fell twenty feet from a building that he oh. was working on and, and shattered his spine, and he was paralyzed so wow. uh, but he worked i mean i the hours and hours and hours that we worked to strengthen his body wow. and to get him to overcome the paralysis was amazing so hmm. just another wow. great story. Yeah, how long? How long did it take for
0: him to get from where he was to being able to walk again?
4: You know, um, I would say within two years, we were out walking, walking and falling. How's that? We were out walking out of a gym that we used to work out of, mm-hmm. and he once he trusted me, there was virtually nothing I he wouldn't do, and that's why I had to be careful because you know I, I can get a little crazy, and so. Uh, he he was walking and i would say within uh, 2 years he was walking without anything we weren't using anything hmm. and no canes no walkers nothing uh, i'm sure it was amazing
0: i'm sure faith played a very important part in all of that too would you would you think so
4: i think faith is a big part of everything honestly yeah. uh you know i'm a big i have i have a very strong faith you know i'm a christian and i i'm very but for everybody else, it's, it's whatever, it, whatever inspires them. And people, generally successful people, have some faith in something beyond themselves. They have to because, Brian, we let ourselves down every day. And if I didn't have somebody else, if I didn't have my faith to reach to, and to uh, in, in those tough times, mm-hmm. boy, was awful hard out there.
0: Absolutely. So let me ask this, Arnie. How can we use all of this information to benefit our own lives?
4: Well, I I think that the neat thing that I've learned, you know, to me, exercise has been kind of like the catalyst. Because I've used the exercise and the training of all these individuals to get to the real important stuff, which is the relationship stuff, the stuff that's inside people's heads. Because to me, it's about learning about people, I 'm in the people business, so the more I understand about people and personalities and and the the what I like to say which is uh, the, their love language, which is a great book by uh, Dr. Chapman um, learning the more I can learn about how I can help people, Brian is so valuable because you know what it, it is amazing. I run into people all the time, not from a rehab standpoint, but just in life in general in. Just by taking an interest in them, by understanding their personality, by understanding what what language they understand, it is it is amazing, and 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 so that is to me that's the most important thing about how the this all of these things apply in in our lives because wellness is kind of the uh, the catalyst because if we're not feeling good, mm-hmm. if, if uh, you know, there's things going on in our lives from health issue wise. Right. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna be motivated to be out there and to be contributing to other people because we're there you so- go.
0: And we are coming up against our next segment. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us.
1: is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kidohata. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions. From organized, professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse. You'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific time with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisamillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James,
0: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Arnie Fonseca, Jr. He is a uh, wellness expert and exercise physiologist. And uh, I want to ask you next, uh, with this current uh, wellness boom, how does that affect the work that you're doing?
4: Well, um, good question. Um, it, you know what it does? It, it kind of it uh, allows me to elevate myself, Brian. Mm-hmm. And here's why I say that. Um, a lot of people today call themselves a wellness expert and, um, and there's so much going on with the baby boomers aging now and boomers, which I'm part of, we are going to fight like heck to avoid getting old. We want to look good and feel good. And so somebody out there who has a unique ability to relate to this huge population, can can really do well and um and so my thing is because i i've been doing this for so long i'm ready you know i heard uh, steve jobs said many many years ago i was reading an article in success magazine and he said recognize a trend get way out in front of it dig a pit and watch it fall into it and so i i've i've been studying aging for so long and numbers and and generations and stuff that i i am uniquely uh positioned to to take advantage of the of this wellness boom that's going on because it's going to get bigger it's going to get bigger and and so and that's why i like to position myself at a point where i can help all these people out there that want to that want to become an expert in this field whether it's through a a nutrition company or through some other type of uh, uh, wellness company that they're part of. And um, I, I like to help them and give them ideas, give them encouragement about this besides the people. I mean, I mean right now one of the biggest things I'm, I'm constantly running into is people that want to lose weight. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny because for a while there I kind of resisted that. But now, now I'm embracing it because mm-hmm. it's just not about losing weight. It's everything, Brian. It's, it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the physicality of it. It's the, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual side of it, helping these individuals through some really tough, tough situations in their life. And, 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 the, and the, the weight loss is just kind of like the, the tip of the iceberg. And that's kind of what I've, uh, uh, what I've noticed here. And that's where uh, I feel that, um, that I can be really effective in this current wellness boom that's happening right now. Okay.
0: That sounds great. So is there a, a story or a situation that helped you decide that you wanted to work with older adults then in this industry?
4: Yeah, it was, really, it was real quick. I was uh, being my, uh, my mentor at the time. At ASU, pulled me into his office. And he said, "I got an idea for you because I wanted to do some strength, some studies on strength athletes and stuff like that." which you know, I'm working with all the cool people, and he said, "Hey, I got an idea for you." He goes, uh, "Let me show you this. This is probably 1987," and uh, he showed me this article about these older people lifting soup cans and stuff. I said, "Oh, okay, this looks kind of interesting." He goes, "Yeah," he goes, "It's really a big, it's really a growing um, trend right now." I said, "Hmm." And I looked at it I thought, my first reaction was, not really. And then I thought about it, prayed about it, and I thought, you know what? Why not? Uh, there was nothing out there. There was very little research. And so I, uh, I started doing uh, my thesis on older adults. Put, and it was kind of interesting, Brian, because I put together this uh, program. We, believe me, we, we first started at 55 and older because back then, 25 years ago, 55 was considered old. So we started putting together these programs for 55 and older, and that just fell apart because in a gym, everybody wanted to run around and use the equipment. So that that was kind of silly. So then I went out and found some, some folks in their 80s and put the, started putting together some real simple exercises. And one day I was going off to a conference in Colorado, and I left a, a video that I made of the program that we did so they wouldn't miss any of their work. And as I was coming out of the room, one of the ladies who's, who was in my DVD there that you saw, um, she came up to me reached in her purse and handed me, started to try to hand me some money. I said, what's that for? She goes, well, I want a copy of that. I said, oh, well, I'm not selling that. That's just for you guys. Don't worry about it. She goes, oh, but I want a copy. I said, and, and I go, well, it's not for sale. I mean, I don't have any. And so I walked away thinking, hmm. And, and you know what's interesting? You hear a lot of these folks that were these born entrepreneurs and all this stuff. I wasn't. I think it was inside of me, but I, I was being a teacher and all that stuff. I didn't really think that way. But all of a sudden, I got this urge to think, wait a minute. May, why couldn't I sell this thing? And that's how that kind of started. But, but the idea of being an older adult uh, uh, specialist started with that teacher at ASU that said, here. Because without him, I never would have even ever gone that way at all. And from okay. there, that, just, that has opened up more doors for me than anything, you know, that, right. that one thing.
0: Right, because that is a segment of the population that's growing, and so there's a, a tremendous right. opportunity. If you can think of ways to help uh, folks who are getting older, uh, you have a real opportunity as a business person and as someone who can make a difference. I mean, let's not forget that part of it because, obviously, you're in this to make a difference in people's lives as well.
4: Right. Yeah, because we're all going to get older. It's funny when I, I do a lot of lecturing at uh, uh, retirement communities, and the, one of my first lines what I start off with is, I always say, "I've been studying you guys longer than you've been old," you huh. know. <laughs> and so I know them really, really well. I know what makes them tick. I know how to communicate with them. They're very, very special. They're considered—I call them—you know—America's greatest generation. They love, I mean, I just know them like the back of my hand. They're, they're, so, they're the most loyal generation we've ever had. They, they're the neatest people on the planet to work with. But at the same time, if you, if you do something to them that's, that takes advantage of that, you're done. And so yeah. I'm very, very careful with that population because they're, they're just so special.
0: Yeah, they're, they're very loyal, and, and your word oh. is your bond. And if you break that, then you're, oh, you're done. You're done it's over. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. And it's just a neat, neat group of people to work with. And I, and Absolutely. I mean, I've been very blessed to have that opportunity.
0: That's great. Well, obviously exercise, uh, is a big part of the work that you do. So let me ask you this. If I was looking or if we were looking for a trainer or a coach in a health facility, what type of person should I look for? Or what, what, what should I specifically be on the lookout for?
4: Well, I think the most important thing, Brian is is um, you need to find someone that can communicate with you. I mean there's a lot a lot what happens in a lot of health clubs uh, today, especially is that they're, they're, they're the guys that are there, are the guys that are there, and so um, what what you need to find, it's, it's, it's the it's the person that has the vision, Brian, the trainer or the coach. That can't tell you what you're going to do next probably won't be able to help you. Because anybody can make you sweat. Mm-hmm. I had a great conversation with a good friend of mine who's an orthopedic surgeon here in town. And he said, he gets so irritated a lot of times when he work when he works out of the gym and watches trainers work because he goes, All they're doing is making these people sweat. The key is what are we going to do next? Have that vision. You've got to see a trainer, a good trainer. You want to look for somebody that has a vision. Where are we going? What are we doing with this? Where are we going to be in a year? Am I going to be a student of yours in a year? Are you going to, are you going to teach me what I need to know to be able to train myself? You know, What are the things am I looking for? Do I want someone that's going to take care of me? I, I know some trainers say, hey, look, 90% of it is getting you here and we'll take care of everything else. Well, that may work for some people, Brian, but mm-hmm. some people may want to learn what to do and they may want to learn how to train themselves because they have a unique they want to know about themselves and how to take care of their own physicality. But right. some people don't. So so what you want is you don't want a trainer that's one size fits all because there's a lot of those out there because they've mm-hmm. been trained a certain way. So what you want to look for is someone that you can communicate with that someone that understands your personality, somebody that understands your love language, and somebody that can take you to the next level because life is about levels. And if you can't get to the next level, find somebody else.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great point. You definitely need to find someone who cares more about you than they do about their business, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, okay. Very important. So- Absolutely. So, tell us a little bit about your Next Step Foundation. I talked about that a little bit in your your bio at the beginning of the show. What is the what is your story behind that? What do you do with that? Well,
4: the Next Step Foundation was uh, was developed in two thousand four. I had just I had opened uh, my uh, Neuro Institute a couple years earlier, and we were getting so big and so busy at that time. And I was talking with one of my therapists at the, at the time, and and we were trying to figure out how can we get access, how can we help others that don't have access because of financial reasons or insurance reasons, they don't have access to, to places like Neuro Institute. And then we came up with the idea of the Next Step Foundation, which was to go out and help families and individuals raise money to help family, friends, neighbors, to, to be able to get into these very, very expensive rehabilitation programs. Because, you know, when you're talking neuro rehab, you're talking anywhere from 1500 or more per week just to get care, good care. So that's how that started. And then it was kind of interesting, one of your guests you've, you've had before is uh, Mr. John Bronson. Him and I met a couple years ago, and, and he helped me to uh, to meet some people, and we broadened the Next Step Foundation, because I wanted to be able to reach more people. And right. so we, we made some changes. So now I'm able to go out and help um, a broader base of individuals. Um, and a great, a great story there is my we coach have, I had in high school.
0: We only he, have a few seconds. He, uh,
4: he, he, he actually has a gym where he trains individuals for free of all ages. It's an amazing story. And my foundation has been able to help him with that. So it's pretty pretty neat.
0: That's fantastic. We are coming up against our final break. This show is going really fast. Uh my very special guest this week is Arnie Fonseca Jr. He is an exercise physiologist and a wellness expert. We've been talking about some wonderful topics and and how he helps uh people rehabilitate uh and and exercise and learn nutrition and we are right at the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us for the last segment.
1: is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Mallette at 1110 Central on TuggyNet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmyliptips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central, for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, on toginet.com. Are you powerless to stop making choices that hinder your happiness, your peace of mind, your sense of fulfillment, or success? Have your choices resulted in broken relationships, job losses, and financial chaos? Then be here for Strategies for Healing from Addictions with your hosts, Gary and Sharon Worrell. Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Strategies for Healing Coaches and Empowers and seeks to help people discover their goals and reach those goals quickly. Provide structure, tools, and perspective to help clients accomplish more in their lives. To encourage clients to think bigger and realize their full potential. Strategies for Healing endeavors to see each individual come to a place of purposeful living apart from addictions. Check out the website, StrategiesForHealing.com. Then join us for Strategies for Healing from Addictions with your host, Gary and Sharon Worrell. Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
0: Here for our final segment, this is Success Profiles Radio. My guest this week is Arne Fonseca, Jr., and we are talking about Rehabilitation, physical rehabilitation. I want to ask you, Arnie, uh, what is unique uh, about your rehab clinics in particular compared to others that are out there?
4: Well, Brian, um, the, the neat things about what I mean, I've had two, I've had two uh, neuro rehabilitation clinics here in the Valley in Arizona, and um, you know, the really unique thing about them is that um, we, I looked at these individuals like they are. Athletes like they're special. Uh, one of the things I used to lecture on quite a bit is called the racehorse theory, meaning that a racehorse uh, compared to a plow horse is treated so special brush down, they get exercise, they get an apple, they get a little sugar once in a while. They are treated special, and so when they go out, they run like a racehorse. A plow horse is treated with a big old piece of wood on their head once in a while it's slapping a fanny and and they sure don't get a cover at night and and they're certainly not getting a whole lot of uh, apples and sugar and they got to pull a sled around all day long now with human beings, if you treat them like a racehorse, guess what there's a good chance you're going to get a racehorse you're going to get some something special and so what I learned a long long time ago so regardless of of their Uh, ability whether somebody has the ability to use their arms and legs or their brain they know they know that you care they know that you uh want so deeply for them to get better and once that connection is made brian they will try so much harder and that's all that matters earning their trust which is behavior over time so once i've been able to do that with these folks I can take them to that next level because we can work so stinking hard that we're going to get there. Most places don't bother to get to that level. It's too much work. Mm. And so many, many years ago, I figured it out that these folks just need to work like they're athletes. And I actually used to have doctors say, well, they're not athletes. I go, yeah, I know, but I'm going to work like we are an athlete. I used to say, because we were so close to the Cardinals training camp, we're training like we're the Arizona Cardinals,
2: mm-hmm.
4: because if you train like you're, uh, you know, the the guy, you know, that you know just kind of sits around on the couch, that's what you're going to get. But if you train like you're going to play for the Arizona Cardinals, guess what? You're gonna you're gonna strive a lot higher. And so in the rehab world, those folks got better. But if you don't, if yeah. you come in every day and don't do anything, well, that's what you're going to get. Right. So. The difference between, and it's just now coming around. I was just reading a, a story about this uh, senator from uh, Illinois who's, they say the reason he's getting better is because he's working harder than everybody else. Really? Well, that's amazing. Mm. Because, uh, you know, I'm, and, and, and I'm just like giving three cheers for that because that's what it takes hard yeah. work. And so the difference and the uniqueness of my place, and if you ask anybody who's ever came to come there, because we work so hard, and Arnie wasn't afraid to try anything new that can help. That's the key.
0: Wow. That's great. I mean, showing that you care earning your customers or your patients' trust, those are all, they, they sound so simple, but yet, as you said, not a lot of people bother to take time because it's just too much work for some people. But I'll tell you what, sometimes you have to do what others consider to be ordinary to be considered extraordinary. That's right yeah so let me ask you this what does someone need to become to be considered unique in this wellness industry because it's getting pretty crowded am I right about that
4: yeah you just you've got to have some kind of a specialization you've got to be you've got to be able to like I said um, kind of kind of wrap things up in that area is that you've got to be you've got to have some kind of specialization specialization you've got to be an expert whether it be in weight loss whether it be in nutrition whether it be in exercise whether it be in um something to do with uh uh, the the mental aspect of it those are the individuals that will separate themselves out so find some area of specialization and really hammer that so some Mm -hmm. sometimes my problems i try to do too much yeah and i get i get um you know it kind of gets um, kind of gets lost a little bit, yeah, my focus, so yeah. to, in today 's wellness industry you you've got to separate yourself by some kind of specialization, and that's really really uh, important
0: yeah there's an old uh, either a Chinese or a Japanese proverb that says, "Chase two rabbits, catch none." you got it exactly. So let's talk about your DVD, A Fitness Experience. This is where you are working with older people, and you have developed an exercise program, and you created a DVD for this about, what, 20 years ago?
4: Yeah, we created it about 20 years ago, and obviously back then it was a a videotape, which we sold quite a few of. And um, the interesting thing is when when they did an article about it in the newspaper here in town, um, I was getting phone calls from not just older people. I was getting phone calls from people that I've had that may have had uh, brain injuries that were younger, they may have had some paralysis. They just wanted to know, could this help me? Could these simple mm-hmm. exercises help me? And a lot of times I would say, well, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I'd have to talk to you about it. And, yeah. and, so, and so over the years, I mean, I've had thousands of these sold. And the stories I hear from all over the country today, Brian, mm-hmm. 15, 20 years later where they've gone through with videotapes where they broke Two or three of these because they just wore them out. Where wow. people would have a revolution if they wanted to change the program on them, mm-hmm. and the and the people that were teaching the classes couldn't understand it. Why were they getting so emotional about taking away their program? Because it was so stinking simple. Yeah. It was so easy that anybody could do it, and that's the, that was the key to it. And so we turned it into a DVD a couple years ago, and have been slowly marketing it back. I made a little bit of, some changes to it but as i looked at it i can't change this it's right. it's that good and i actually use it now I, I sell it to some individuals as simple exercise regardless of your age regardless right. of your age because if you just do these simple exercises at home right now you will get better and then yeah. you can go to that next level the mm-hmm. next level this is this is where you start yeah. this is where you start and yeah. so the dvd is pretty amazing and and, and real quick if you want to get the dvd you can You can go to a website. It's called Mm -hmm. yourawesomelifenow.com. yourawesomelifenow.com. And that's where you can purchase the DVD. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a great, I mean, it's available there, or you can always call me too. And and, um, I can make that available to you.
0: How can people call you?
4: Oh, you can, um, I'm sorry. You can reach me anytime at 602 390 9144. 602 390 9144. And you can reach okay. me anytime with that.
0: That's great. So these exercises, as I was watching the video, the, the DVD, uh, they were all very slow, simple movements that anyone can do. Is that right? Anybody.
4: And all yes. I did, those, were, those exercises, Brian, were taken from the gym. You know, I'm a mm. gym rat. I took those simple exercises from the gym, and we just stripped away everything from it, and we made them that stinking simple. And, you know, what's interesting is all these other DVDs, back then it was only a couple of them that were even out there. Now, 20 years later, there's a whole bunch that are out there. And right, most right. Of, And to be honest with you, most of them are kind of complicated. And a lot of the people that I work with won't do them. Because, yeah. because anything that takes more than one or two steps to do, guess what? They're not going to do them. So is, it, is, is,
0: Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to ask, is this for someone who wants to get in shape or is this for someone who is trying to relearn how to move after traumatic injury?
4: Both. I have a lady right now that just got one and she's uh, in her 40s and she's using it at work because she doesn't move around enough. Work. And she's just taking some of the simple exercises and doing them at work there while she's sitting in her chair.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And so that's going to get her to that next level where she can then go to the gym or or, or when she gets some more time and, uh, or do some more advanced exercises that she can learn uh, mm-hmm. after these. But it's a place to start for her. But for someone who has a traumatic injury, spinal cord or brain injury, if they were just to do those because they can't use the resistance that we can. right? If they just use those movements themselves, the ones they can do, they will get better.
0: Okay, that sounds great. So let me ask, who motivates and inspires you? That is my favorite question to ask.
4: Well, two people. Um, one, of them, one of them is John Maxwell. You know, I started going to conferences and listening to him and listening to a lot of his CDs and reading just about every book I could get my hand on from him since, the, the, since I started reading about him in the 90s. And I think the first book I read on him was uh, Failing Forward. And it just made so much sense, and he re- and he writes in a way that he's talking to you, and it just he's just amazing. And um, the second person is Tony Robbins, and, and a lot of people, you know, don't really quite understand what he does, but he's an amazing guy, and just, not just because of his background, because he didn't come from a lot, but it's just the way that he encourages and inspires people. And one of the great sayings that I love from Tony Robbins, I use it all the time when someone says. What are your credentials? Because to me, it's not so much, yeah, I have a, I have a master's degree and it's important, but it doesn't really matter. Because when, what Tony says is that when they ask him that, what degree he has, I have a Ph.D. in results, okay? Mm-hmm. And so that's really important to me. When, when someone's talking to me, because you asked that question earlier, it's not the degree. Degrees to me are meaningless. There's so many people out there with degrees that I have no respect for at all. Because, you know, anybody that pays the money and puts the time in can get a degree. So what? What are you going to do with it? What's right. your track record? Who are you helping? You know what I'm saying? And right. so that's more important than anything. And I told that to my coach who's 72 years old, who's an amazing man. Mm-hmm. Who's done? He, he's helped more people I can even dream about. He doesn't have a degree. And I told him that one day about having a Ph.D. in results. He looked at me, and he goes, I like that. I say, well, Absolutely. that's
0: who you are. Absolutely. We, we are less than a minute to the end. Tell us one more time, Arnie. How can we get a hold of you? How can we buy this DVD?
4: You can reach me anytime at 602-390-9144. 602-390-9144. You can get the DVD also at dot com. Okay,
0: and we are... Right at the end of our show, this has been Success Profiles Radio. Thank you, Arnie, for being a fantastic guest this week. Join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another wonderful show of Success Profiles Radio. Please uh, come back next week. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Take care.